Blog Talk Radio.
Like the real 144,000 being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the bright race, the almond race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Nita Minkari. This is Mentalite Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing why we must always understand the mindset of the human race. 
Why must we always understand the mindset of these humans? Answer, because if we don't, it will be as it has always been to our own peril, meaning our own endangerment. See, because black people, black people understand the human mindset. And when I say understand it, I mean they comprehend it on a low level, because that's really what understanding means. It means that you comprehend something on a lower level. You don't really have a full comprehension of what you're hearing, what you're seeing. You see, you don't. You have a low-level comprehension. And that's what black people have of themselves, of the so-called human race, so when I say things like, oh, we're not part of the human race, we are totally different species, that flies over their head because they don't understand the human mindset, the human mentality. They don't understand the differences between us and them. See, because, or should I say they don't understand it. They understand a little bit. They comprehend a very small bit of the differences. They're clear and they're like, like they'll say stupid stuff like, oh, you know, uh, just because we don't look the same on the surface don't mean we are um, we're different on the inside. Fool, don't you know how you look on the surface is dictated by how what's going on inside you? You look the way you look because of what's going on inside you. So how the hell are we the same on the inside if we don't look the same on the outside? How you look on the in, how you look on the outside is dictated by how you what you what's going on on your inside. You got genetic material going through you, right? You got your mothers, your fathers, your you know your family members, whatever going through you, right? That's genetic material that dictates what how your physical features look. So obviously, if we don't look the same, obviously we're not the same. That's like saying we okay, we all the same. We all got the same blood type. Obviously not. So then that means if we all the same like the humans say, then this, these are the people you listen to. So then why do y'all take hair samples and DNA samples to find out what different well, races of people are if we all the same? Why do y'all take different hair samples? You take different, because you know you got the hair sample for the so-called Negroes. You know our hair. You know the hair of you Caucasians. You know the hair of the, uh, of the Asians, the Eastern. You know everybody's genetic type by their hair. By their hair. You know their uh, genetic material by their saliva. You take mouth swabs. So if our saliva and our genetic material is not the same, how the hell are you going to talk about we the same? You see, this is what you have to understand in the mindset of the human. Their mindset is a mindset of confusion. Always understand that. Understand that the human mindset is a mindset of confusion. Okay. Why are they confused? Because I told you before, they have the animal genetic in them and they have our genetic in them, and those those two genetics never really mesh together. So there's always going to be some form of, you know, kickback, fusion, right, altercation going on inside, you know, turmoil going inside, as you see with these humans. Like I said, one minute they might be acting good and nice, them. next thing they're acting bugged out of their mind. Crazy. This is what you have to understand about the human race. They are a race of confused beings. Think about the word confused. Think about that. What does confused mean? Confused, fuse means to bring something together. Confused means against the coming together of something. So is it not a confusion of genetic material going on inside these people? 
there's a confusion of genetic material. You got our almond genetics, and you got their animal genetic going on inside them. That's confusion going on inside them. They were born in confusion. They were created in a state of confusion. So, of course, what are their thoughts going to be, but if not confusion? I'm going to do a broadcast without giving it away about the technical terminology that these humans use and whatnot because it, it just came on me to do that because we have to start looking above and beyond as mentalists. We have to start looking above and beyond the mindset of these humans. It is important that we start looking above and beyond. That's why I said eventually we're going to do our own anatomy for, for the almond race. See, because we got unfairly grouped in with the human race. We're going to do our own um, uh, anatomy book for the almond race. That's coming from the Republic of Mentelite. We're putting that together. That's going to happen. We need that. We need our own books on engineering and things like that from a logical and rational mindset without the human, without their input, because these are a race of confused people. They don't know where they come from. Well, they kind of know where they come from, but not all the way. I shared with you where they really come from, who really created them, why they are really here. And it's plausible because, like I said, notice they listen to these broadcasts all the time. They listen. They ain't nobody calling me up saying I'm lying. Ain't nobody calling me up saying I'm crazy. Ain't nobody calling me up to debate me. They'll call and debate anybody. You know, hurt, and you know they listen. Because we get all these strange phone calls when you know whenever I'm I'm dealing with a topic that's really you know extra mental, heavy mental. They that's when they come in. They love to chime in on these type of topics and listen and see where you niggas' minds at. Where these where they minds at? They always afraid. See, they they fear a person who is of the almond race, a so-called bronze man. Right, man. They fear that you have some form of intelligence, some form of logic. You are working with some form of rational thinking that is beyond their limited scope. See, logic and rationale is beyond the limited scope of the human. This is what you must always understand about their thinking. See, when you understand the thinking of a people, you will eventually master those people, and you will begin to manipulate those people. See, black people, they don't understand. Or, no, excuse me. They they understand. From a submissive mindset, they understand the thinking of the human, especially the so-called white man. They understand, you see, because to understand something is to, un- to, is to comprehend from a submissive state. That's really what understanding is. You are comprehending from a submissive state. Like, for example, when so-called black people was in slavery, what the slave master do? They beat your ass and whatnot. The ones who were born out of the sex farm, they beat your ass, whip you. Now, you understand that, boy? You understand that? You understand that last you're going to get on your ass if you act up? Boy, saying that, girl, I get to rape you whenever I feel like it. Basically, they gave you a low-level understanding of the animal mentality of these humans, the savage mentality. And what has happened, like I said, since they gave you a basically a basic understanding of their mentality, their savage behavior. See, you didn't understand that that savage behavior comes from fear. That's really, see, when you understand the mindset of the human and you understand what, you know, what drives them to be so vicious, so demonic, so unjust, so evil, what drives them, what drives them is fear. The only one who understands that knows that they are afraid. You see, when you go that hard like that, 
when you are worried about your own survival, when you know that you are a weak link in the genetic makeup of your human race, of the so-called human race, you are the weakest link. You, you, like I said, you, you, you try to compensate in other ways. You try to be the most vicious. That's like, you know what that's like? That's like the little guy in the crew. The little guy in the crew, you got all big guys in the crew, and one, then you got the little guy who want to be with the big fella. He overcompensates for not having size by being the most vicious, the most get about it, about it, person to pick the gun up, fight, do all that. He do all that because he wants to be known. That's the white man. That's the so-called white race. They know they are the weakest genetic link. So they have to overcompensate. And that goes for not just some of the rest of these humans, but you see the so-called white man's extra extra on that level of racism and, you know, and that savagery. Why? Because, like I said, they know that they genetically represent the weakest link. They fool themselves into believing that they're strong. No, they know they're not strong genetically. They know they're not strong genetically. They know they're not really all that strong mentally, but they make up these terminologies and things like that when they get hold of a certain science or a certain uh, a school of thought just to confuse the people so that you think they more than what they are, which I'm not going to go into now. I'm a, I'm a, you know, again, it's all a psychological thing. You see, the beast loves the, the beast, What you must understand about the minds of the human is they love to play mind games. They love to play mind games. You see, this is what the term psychological means. Psychological is another way of saying mind games. Psychological, work against your form of logic. Work against the natural flow of thinking. The psychologists, you see, psycho- psychologically, such and such and such, they work off the psycho- psychological, uh, um, psychological scenarios. They work off that. What if, oh, it's like this, but what if it was like this? Or what if it was like this? Or what it could be like this, confusion, confusion, confusion. They don't want to say, they don't want to give a definitive because, see, once you give the definitive, then you don't really need to listen to them anymore. See, once you give the definitive, you don't need them anymore. See, they always want to be needed, you see, because, see, when you're not needed in the world, what happens? Natural progression says that, you eventually fade out of the picture when you're not needed. When you're not needed, you eventually fade out of the picture. You see, that's what you have to understand. When you are not needed, you fade out of the picture. When you are needed, you extend and grow in the picture. They can't grow inside this picture anymore. They can't grow inside the picture anymore. Because, see, they were, they were, you know, at their level at a certain time because all people were at a submissive level. They got you to think on a lower level of understanding. But, see, now with intellect, you have an ultra-standing of the human psyche, the human mindset. And like I said, it is full of fluff. It is full of confusion. It is full of insecurity. It is full of you-know-what. I ain't going to use the word. My daughter might be listening. She is going to be listening. But anyway, so you must always keep that in mind. Keep that in mind about the human. Whenever they approach you, whenever these humans approach you, always look at them with a watchful eye. See, they can tell when you're looking at them with a watchful eye. They can tell. 
they can tell when there's something different about our people, when we're looking at them different. You know what I'm saying? So they know the difference. They know the look of submission, right? They know the look of submission, and they know the look of transmission, even though they won't say it. But what I mean by the look of submission versus the look of transmission is when you look at them, like most black people do, they got this, you know, bow down spirit. They hold bow down, like, you know, worship the image of the beast spirit. You see, you got that mentor, mentee spirit with the so-called white man and all the rest of these humans. The black, so-called blacks are the first people to walk the planet. You, got, you bowing down to these humans. You in submission to them. You're supposed to be the uh, the most, the strongest genetic, the dominant genetic, and you bowing down to the humans. That don't even make sense. They're supposed to be bowing down to you. You see? But they know how to flip it around. Like I said, I gave the example of sports. I gave the example of sports. Here it is. These, these, these Caucasians, and the rest of these humans too, but the Caucasians, all, right, all especially them, they love to watch football. They love to watch basketball. They love to watch any sport that involves so-called black people, whether they want to admit it or not. They last sport they got is hockey. You see, and they want to keep you so cool. But anyway, ain't nobody really watching no hockey like that. They watch football and they watch basketball. And they and nobody really watching baseball like that no more because ain't that many black players in it. That, and again, they know that if you want to, and I'm just using sports as an example of what I'm talking about. Because when a white man watches sports or these rest of these humans watch sports, they're watching sports because that's them really showing that they worship you. They worship your speed, your agility, your power, your strength as an athlete. That's what they watch. That's what they worship. So who made who made um, tennis? Uh, uh, who made tennis entertaining? Who made tennis the most sought after? Watch that Venus and Serena. Right or wrong? Now this young girl, uh, Naomi Osaka. Uh, like I said, no. Again, why I say that is because when they sit up here and watch that, that's a form of worship. That's a form of worship. But they put, they make it, they make it, they have to, by making it submissive, they have the uh, athletes uh, owned by white men. You follow what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? The, the athletes is owned by white men. The teams is owned by white men. In other words, you niggas may be powerful, but y'all ain't nothing but a bunch of racehorses to me. Y'all some horses I own. You like some racehorses I own. You see, yeah, y'all powerful, but I own y'all. I trade y'all when I feel like you niggas, I'm going to just have to say it like this, man. Y'all, y- y- why aren't you so-called black men? Every so-called black man need to walk the hell up out the NFL and walk the hell up the N- and start your own league. That's what you need to do. You niggas don't want to do that. That's what you need to do. Or make it, uh, or start uh, recruiting uh, uh, young guys from the streets and things like that. Start your own league from colleges and whatnot and put all your money together and start. But see, y'all don't think like that. Because the beast told you, yeah, you powerful as an athlete, but mentally you slow. And y'all think like that. But see, what you don't understand about his mindset is he wants to always control the power. He knows that we are the power. And he wants to control the power. He wants to be the engineer that controls the power. And you know what? Y'all have let him do that. Let me take a second call. 317. Yo, what's up? What's going on with you tonight? How you doing? I'm good. I just wanted to ask you, who started the terminology, the word you means 
color man instead of created man. The ones who came with the hue that was that was fairly uh, um, modern definition for it. I think it came in this. Um, I forget what language it came in. It might have came in. Um, I don't want to say it's not not. Um, it might have came in Latin. It might it might have came in Latin or some some Middle English somewhere. Hue. Mm. Not because yeah, I was having a discussion with somebody that I knew, and they was like. Yeah, you means colored man, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm listening to the broadcast and said you said it mean created man, so it's like, is that like some confusing type shit they trying to start or push or whatever? Of course, because the word hue goes back to the ancient world, goes back to ancient Egypt. You can look it up. The pronunciation of hue or who goes back to the ancient world, and it meant created. It didn't mean mm. it had nothing to do with color, because if that's the case then the so-called white man couldn't be called human then because he really has no color. Mm. Facts. If that's the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you're and you right about that, uh, the uh, NBA and shit. Like, I think like 75, 80% of the owners are Jewish. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. it was a discussion about the NBA players starting their own league, and they were like, oh, that would never be able to happen because – it's too much money. The Jews been putting too much money behind this shit, and uh, LeBron James and all these niggas will never be able to start their own league just because the Jews been putting so much money behind that shit. As far as like arenas, they done built the arenas and all that shit. So it's like, damn. Well, well, here's the thing. They don't even have. They don't need arenas to do that. You only need maybe like maybe four or five. Um, di- uh, uh, um, like gym size, so they could buy buildings and stuff like that and build a damn basketball court. You see, you can build right. a basketball court anywhere, right? And put fans in, or and mm. then you could put the put the games on pay per view. You put the games. You don't need the networks. Right. You put it on pay per view right. and play that because it's a lot of ways to make money off of that jerseys and things like that. But see, the so called black man, he don't think like that because he's so used to being the damn workhorse, and the so called white man wants to be the driver. They go back to slavery. He'll use your power to mm. do all the work, and he'll basically try to oversee and tell you what to do, which is really what we were supposed to be doing. We're supposed to oversee the humans, and they the ones that are supposed to be working, not the other – that they don't flip it around. Wow. Yeah, that's right. They don't, they don't think on that type of level, man. They really don't because – you look at the, like, I used to watch a lot of sports. I played sports growing up, and it's like, you hear these press conferences and these interviews, and it's like, these niggas only say what they told to say. They don't think outside the box with nothing that they're talking about. So it's like, you factual when you say some shit like that. Yeah, well, well that's because they already put in a system. See, the problem with so-called black people is they don't create systems for their people. They don't create educational systems. They don't create uh, athletic systems. The white man, the one thing he's good at doing, and you got to understand this, is he's good at creating systems. See, because the system that or the structure that he creates, you know, it makes up for his inability to actually participate in the structure because Damn. he's the weakest link. Like I said, when you are the weakest link, you start to develop. You, you got to look to other things to develop. So he knows genetically he's the weaker link. So what does that force him to do? That forces him to be more conniving. That forces him to be more mm-hmm. uh, uh, calculating. And that's what he's done. Mm-hmm. 
That's why uh, Spike Lee and niggas like that made the movies like survival, but survival, right? Uh, Like a white man can't jump. That's a whole like you know, this is like a slap in the face right there, making a movie like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just the title of that movie, White Man Can't Jump, but you know, so-called black man or whatever you want to call it. He can't jump. Niggas is like fuck. The white man can't jump, but the so-called black man can jump because he jumped like an animal for the white man. Jump, boy. Jump, <laughs> boy. Slam that basketball in the feet, boy. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really exactly. what that means. What that really uh, translates into is white men can't white men can't bow down. That's what jump really means. Uh, because when you get people uh, to jump, you know what I'm saying? When you get somebody to jump, how you say? Uh, you tell a person, jump. You, don't, you, how you say jump? Don't you jump up high. When I say jump, jump up high. And, you know, and don't. You know what I'm saying? When I say jump, you say jump. Yeah, you say that. Remember you say you how mean, high? Um, high, high. You know, when they ask you, like, jump how high or some shit? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So they yeah. say white men can't jump. In other words, white men can't be submissive or be told to jump. That's really what that translation Oh, shit. Right. You niggas, you can jump when we tell you to. When your Jewish bosses and the NBA tell you niggas to jump or shut up or sit down or the, the one who controls the NBA, Stern, or whatever that guy's name is, so they all control that. And you niggas or in the record mm-hmm. industry or whatever. Or in mm-hmm. Hollywood. You know, right. Nick Cannon. Yeah, when, Nick yeah, Coonan, when you saying like... uh. The, the 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 Jewish writer the writers for all these like black sitcoms are like Jews and shit like the Good Times and shit like that uh, all these old yeah, shows was. and Sanford shit and they were Jewish good writers times, all that all of that all of that Sanford and Son Good Times all of that Paul Mooney Paul Mooney who used to be a Richard Pryor I think he's dead he died today a homosexual died but he got they they buck broke him they had him <laughs> he, he was in there that well, I ain't gonna go into that what he was doing with them Jewish uh uh uh, uh um, producers in Hollywood, him and Richard Pryor being faggots out there. Oh yeah, yeah, for so, for so, for so. Yeah, they love, uh, they love, right, they Newman. listen, they look at the so. Let me tell you something. The mindset of these people, right. not, not just the so-called Jew, but the so-called white man, all these humans, the, Jew, the so-called white man, okay. the Asians, the East Indians, they see you as the power source, and they are intimidated by right. your power. So they have to get together right. and make sure that they subjugate you in some kind of way because that's how they control the power. They, this is why they ostracize mm-hmm. you in these societies. You go in any society around the world, you'll see the so-called black people. You'll see it's black people in India. It's so-called black people in India. All over the planet, you see so-called black people. They always subjugate it in some kind of way. You, they make you think no black people live in these areas. Mm-hmm. Hell, you got black people in there. Right, exactly. Right, been exactly. there before the so-called white men. Who, it was black, so-called black people in Ireland before white people came. That's a fact. Damn. Before they came out of the cage. So right. is it a reason why they call themselves Jewish? Like I remember you saying, like the ish is like kind of like the real thing, but not the real thing. So are they the real Jews since they call themselves Jewish? Like you know what I'm saying? That's gonna be. Let me tell you something. I ain't gonna speak on that. Because I did something for my people on that already. I'm not going to get into it because I'm not trying okay. to have to go being going back and forth with all this anti-Semitic crap out here. I ain't trying to yell at from them people. I'm not trying to go back and forth with them. Just like I ain't trying to go back and forth with black and white people. I will say this. Right. Eventually, I'm going to release something about that. The real breakdown of why that terminology is used. 
But I'm going to just say it like this. It has nothing to do with the – I'll say this. What I will say is it has nothing to do with the tribe of Judah at all. Okay. 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 For sure. Yep, I understand. Yeah, I appreciate your time, Nuba. All right. Thank you. All right. 215. How you doing, Nubin? I, uh, I wanted to piggyback on the, uh, you're talking about the human mindset and confusion. And the one thing that came to mind, uh, you know how they now is like, they're talking about this they versus them thing. But then I thought to myself, obviously I know the first portion of that is obviously just to cause confusion and chaos amongst, you know, the humans. But then I said, do you think the other portion of that, is it because, is literally they saying they versus them because they are made up of a bunch of things? Is that why now oh, they, they're trying to push? Okay, I'm sorry, say it one more time. What's the question? No, I'm saying, you know, like, you know how now, uh, obviously it's just man and woman, but now they got this new thing where people identify as them or they, but they're singular, but they refer to themselves as they or them. You, you heard anything like yeah. that yet or no? Yeah. I heard of that. I was, that's called they call that misgendering, non-binary. See, see, see yeah, non-binary. This is confusion. This is all nothing but more confusion. You see, that you see, and a lot of the things that you would think, like they say things like a lot of the so-called math and things like that, and and you notice the term binary. You know the term binary code. But now they say you can mm-hmm. assign binary to turn binary to a person and their gender. See the confusion. <laughs> yeah, we know I, everything. I, I, you, you're gonna be male or female, man or woman. Oh, nah, you're them, they. they. This, this is why you got so many different forms of math, trigonometry, mm-hmm. uh, calculus. Just a load of, load of BS, man. Just a bunch of made up stuff. That's all. Calculus, trigonometry. How you know it's not even real math is because you never use the shit again a day in your life after you get out of school. Mm-hmm. That's some shit they made and up, I, man. And a lot of these Negroes, man, y'all, y'all, y'all sit up in school and you believe this shit the white man tell you, you just making up shit as he go along, man. And, and niggas too stupid to understand this. They, and they'll get their degree, yeah, I'm a mathematician in calculus, uh, 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 trigonometry, uh, uh, whatever else, uh, 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 algebra, geometry, man, maybe geometry, that's measurement of the earth. But all that other stuff is stuff they made up, man. They just lie, man. The human mind is, they full of crap, man. The human mind is full of crap. And and that's why I also be thinking, it's like, is they law and order even real law and order? Because their principles continues to change. It's like they change up their principles every time. It's like, you know, they put something in a book like, okay, this is the definition of this, but then it's changing. Like, even like something as simple as gender. Now it's like they change out what you can call somebody now. It's like they continue to change stuff like that. And it's like, the same thing with the the education system. Like, yeah, of course they they put all these terminology things, but they then they continuously change with the structure it is they learn. And it's like, oh, just 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 study this book now you graduate. But it's like, I need to get that piece of paper that you created that system for in order to be accepted in your system. Exactly, exactly. Because you know what that is. That is really like the equivalent of a slave pass. That's what the equivalent of your degree is when you so-called black people get it. It's a slave pass. 
You see, remember how they had slave pass down there where they would give certain slaves a pass to go to this, and and, and don't they do it in school? You got to get a hall pass to go to the bathroom. You got to get a slave pass to go from plantation to plantation and to see whoever. Because what was the need for the slaves to go from plantation to plantation? Answer for sex. Mhm. Yeah. All right. Please. All right. Thanks, Ruben. I appreciate right. it. All right. Let's take another call. Nine one two. Minzak, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Minzak. Hey, I just want to um kind of add on to what the um the other dude, not the one that just talked, but the previously was saying about um like a lot of the NBA players and all that, all those people don't like make their own, you know, uh, football field or their own like uh, NBA or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I think that when you're operating, you know, on that low mental level that they're at, you're not going to get, you know, those type of transmissions to kind of help you do that because you have to be thinking in a, of terms of something beyond just, I want to play a football game and make a lot of money and have people see me, you know, even if just to say it's mine and so-called black owned, like you're not really going to see, you know, quote unquote, real success with that. But let, let's say they want to do something, you know, more with it. Then you get those ideas and those thoughts in order to do those kinds of things. And what happens is you will actually, and this is just an example, you know, of the NBA. Um, you will actually get people, you know, um, of all, you know, type of people, even humans that will come and help you with that because you send that kind of tone out for them to do that, you know, for you. Um, which is what they were, you know, made to do in the first place. They were made to help build the things that you need to be built. But when you're operating like most of the, you know, the black humans and schools of the world under the thought process of I need to look to these humans, you know, in order to get anything done, and you compromise like, oh, I got to perm my hair in order to get this job, or I got to talk a certain way around these people, or I can't talk about certain topics around these people, or they might get upset, I can't play certain music or whatever, you know, however you have to be fake around those people. You're not going to get, you know, those kinds of things because you are now operating under their, you know, um, lower mental world of chaos and confusion and, and, you know, and fakery. If you have to do all Mm -hmm. those things, you know, for the, you know, the money or the fame or to play in the NBA or even to have your own business, if you have to do that, it's not going to last too long. And it's when you let go of all that and you just focus on what you need to do, especially, you know, as far as here in the community, you know, which is, you know, really the the best and really only way for anything to last for a certain period of time, that's when you get those things. So before in other broadcasts when you were talking about, you know, great musicians like, um, you know, Prince and, you know, or Michael Jackson and so on and so forth who might come back, you know, in the future, their, you know, their talent and their power in that music was so strong that it's not about the record company. It's not about, because that record company is not even going to be here by the time they come back. It's not about that. It's about, you know, continuing that legacy and having, you know, that power going on through the future. But if you're so focused on, you know, I got to get a, a contract with the NBA, or I got to get a contract with, you know, with this or that, then you're, you're, you know, kind of putting yourself into this temporary world, and that automatically means you're going to have to compromise yourself. Because in yeah. order, if you're thinking yeah. about that, you, you're thinking about, well, I have to you know, talk to these humans a certain way or otherwise it won't let me in versus I'm almost done versus let's say you don't compromise like that. Let's say you get fired from your job and well, that just forced you to be away from them and to really think about what you need to do. And I've had this happen to me before where I'm trying to like get stuff done and I may like happen to, I don't talk about like what I try to do a lot, but I may 
like have this sense that it's okay and I may like mention it and they'll bring up something helpful and I'll look it up and I was like I didn't know about that and that you know and that kind of helps me go through that but if I'm you know in the mindset of I actually care about you know what they think and what they have to say then you're not going to get those kind of things because they sense that from you so that's why you know you know black humans and all they're not going to build an MBA and all that stuff because they don't have you know, the capacity, even on a lower level to do something like that, because they're not even thinking ahead of what things could be, because the only thing that they see with their future is to be working under somebody else, which is, you know, normally any human. Exactly. Exactly. So really, technically, black people have become subhuman, because yeah. if you're underneath the it's, human, yeah. that means you subhuman. Niggas are really subhuman. And that's what black people was really, the term black because think about that. The term, you got the white and everything else, and everybody can sit white, and then you got the black, which is supposed to be the underbelly, the grimy, the all that. And then you notice you are, back in the day you heard the rappers talk about, yeah, we from the hood, we grimy niggas, we the grime, and we the grime. And they were like, like it's the lowest of the low, the dirt. So the, the, the idea that was being put across, and then they had that thing where they were saying black people are three-fifths human, and it was in the um, – I forget where it was at. Um, they had three-fifths human and whatnot in the description. Of, so they're basically saying you're subhuman. You're beneath the human. See how the beast turns things around? We are really above the human, but he puts you beneath the human because he said you wasn't human. He said you sub. You know, we black people. You know, no identity, no nothing. So that means you. they see you as subhuman. And the sad thing mm-hmm. is, as black people, so-called black people see themselves as subhuman. They really, that's why, if you notice, whenever a, they show you a so-called white man or Asian or somebody, a, 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 a human coming and married with the so-called black woman, her first thing, her mother, they accept the white man or the Asian or all these, because first thing they thinking, oh, it's a bump up in our genetics. Our baby's going to have, our grandbaby's going to have good hair. You know, they already got this inferiority complex. So they think that anything that these humans do, when these animals come and lay with them, it's going to make their genetics somehow better. When actuality make it worse. Hmm. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. All right. Men's back. Men's back. Okay. Exactly. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind, like I said, these humans, like I said, black people think on a submental level. You see? Black people think on a subhuman level. I don't even, they, we ain't even going to call black people the black humans no more. We're going to call these niggas the black subhumans. Because that's what they are. That's how the white man and all the rest of these humans, they see so-called black people as subhumans. Beneath the humans. Like I said, that's proved to you, like I said, again, in knowing, in knowing that and knowing that they don't regard you as human and understanding the minds of these humans, when they look at you, they don't regard you as human. They regard you as something more. You like some some freak of nature. And they mind your hair. Why is your hair like that? Why is your skin like Why do y'all look like that? You know, we have hair like animals. I mean, we have hair like, you know, like, you know, like, like humans. You know, we can identify, you can see the East Indian, the darkest East Indian with straight hair, the white man, the Asian man, they all walk, work together, walk, everything. They cool, the Arab, they all cool. They all got the same fur, they all come from the same genetic. The minute you come on the scene, an alien just entered the picture, man. That's how they see you. 
That's how they see you like some black freak of nature. Some, some what they would put you a freak of nature. You see, even though they really the freaks of nature, but they look at you as a freak of nature. Something you know, these people they they're just something else. They're, they they pick up that energy. That's how they see about you. You strange to them. You see, much as we don't been around them, they still see you as strange. You see, and their mindset is to dominate you in some way, shape, or form. That's their mindset. That's the mindset of society. Whenever they come across you, because they look at you as the power, what do they want to do? You don't want to dominate weak people. You want to dominate powerful people. Right or wrong? That's what the humans want. That are to, are to, isn't the white man, them all, the weakest people do what? They want signs that they have power. They want to control the power. That's what weak people want to do. They want to control the power. So who's the power that they control? Who's the power that they control? See, they see, see. Here's the confusion. They go, "Oh, you niggas, y'all inferior. You know, uh, such and such and such. Y'all the lower, the, the low." But then why is all the energy focused on you, locking you up, making experiments out of you, forcing COVID nineteen shots on you? Why? Because you are anticipated as the power and therefore a threat. So they feel like they have to. If they can, they know they can't eliminate the power. So what are they going to try and do? Control the power. You see what I'm saying? You black people, you Negroes, you better, you niggas better get, you niggas, see? You see what happened to that nigga? Mind your business. Y'all better not get together. Because we know if y'all get together, y'all might tear shit up out here. Y'all, we scared of that. But we're going to act like we're going to really get down and not real. You see what I'm saying? That in mind. Exactly. Why you think they got all these guns here? That ain't that, that that these guns are for you. These jails are for you. That's how the humans think about you. That you're a power that needs to be controlled, that you are, you know, uh, that you are a wild card. Unless you one of these controlled niggas that know their place. You know the controlled niggas, right? When they, the white man sees and the rest of the humans, you know they talking like them, they acting like them, they lay with them. They, you know, those are the control niggas. You know, they can really like fit into their space with them, and they could they believe in the the bullshit philosophy of the white man. They go to school to get their degree in his bullshit philosophy and education. You see, those people. He relies on those niggas to be his footstool, his sign of power that he controls. But see, he don't really care about them. He care about the ones he can't control, the ones that you know, the ones who. Who actually got a, who can actually think without him? See, those the problem. That's the problem. The ones who could think without him, who could see a future without him. That is pointing his people to a different, a, 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 a higher direction than him. You see, that's why if you notice, whenever, like I said, whenever so-called black people come along, and they coming together, and if, and if it ain't about worshiping the image of white Jesus or white man, if it ain't about that, y'all are cold. Y'all a cult. You see, why do you think they call the Nation of Islam a cult? If the Nation of Islam believed in white Jesus, they wouldn't be a cult. They wouldn't be a cult. cult. They wouldn't have been, been targeted. Hell, they wouldn't even been if they put a guy who looked like a white man up there. That wasn't good enough. You see, the power they see, you must always understand that you're dealing with people who have a recessive mindset along with a recessive genetic. But like I said, they're trying to build up their genetic material 
They're trying to build up their genetic material because they felt they built up their mental or their mental elasticity. They feel they they feel as though they built up that mental elasticity, and that's another broadcast I'm gonna do the mental elasticity. That's coming next. They feel they built up their mental elasticity, their ability to think on a higher level, on the advanced level, but they really haven't, because at the core of everything they do is always going to be fear. At the core of everything they do will always be fear. You must always understand it about these humans. They are afraid. Everything they do is out of fear. Everything they do, even when they, they do things, like I said, um, my father and me, we was having a discussion, right? We was, like, laughing at all the stuff white people do, like skiing, right? And then notice, not, not just them, the uh, Asians ski now, some of the, the East End, some of you dumb niggas ski, you know, uh, skiing, uh, white water rafting, uh, uh, surfing, you know, stuff like that, jumping out of goddamn planes. You know what that is? You know why they do that? They do that because accelerate their fear. I told you these people are fear junkies. They live in fear every day. If you, as a bronze person, you walk up to a white person, excuse me, oh, you ever see it's like they'll they, they be like this? They'll let it like they ready to jump out their skin? You know, when you walk up to them and say something to them? Because these people are, they are driven by fear. You see, they'll do stuff like that because in their mind, it's a way of getting up and above and beyond their fear. So they'll go and jump out of a goddamn plane because, oh, that's off my bucket list. Who the one that created that term bucket list? Let me do some crazy shit that I could die from. So I'm not afraid of that no more. You see? Oh, that's my bucket list. I, I jumped out of a plane with a, uh, with a parachute. You see? Oh, that's my bucket list. I went surfing. You know, those are really dangerous Things you know if you you know how many people die doing that skiing shit you know how many people die from smack dab into trees and bust their whole head open like melons some crazy shit on two skis with two poles you see two skis with two poles you skiing down the dam and they that that, that, that those waves that, those um those dips take up to eighty five to ninety miles an hour and you got to try to maneuver that with some two with two damn sticks. You you moving down, and so like I said, you moving as fast as a goddamn car, and you can you you trying to control that with two sticks, and you trying to slide side to side. You know, people they, that guy Sonny Bono, that clown Sonny Bono, uh 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 um Diana Ross, the bed wench Diana Ross, uh, husband that the Jew, the one that got killed, um uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, he got his damn brain bashed, and he they all skied into trees. That happened all the time. But you think they would be like, oh, no, we shouldn't do this anymore. You go get bust your damn, how many people are bust their damn heads open? People are thrill seekers. Thrill seekers is another way of saying fear seekers. The humans live in fear. They live in fear. Fear is the emotion of the humans. This is why they got so many guns. They, who, who are you trying to kill? They got overkill. They live in fear. They don't, or even when they try to act like they're confident, not really. And the only reason they feel like they're confident is because they are like, okay, young niggas can't do nothing to me. Ain't nobody, like, we, look how strong we are. We got all these guns and so many of us. Then let some shit happen to them. Let an outbreak of some disease happen. Oh, my God, I can't believe this. Let some uh, let some natural disaster burn their whole shit up. Or say, oh, we, they on TV crying. They're the first one bitching up and crying. You see that? But pride that they real strong. 
they real strong. Niggas lose everything. Niggas just come back. Well, we gonna go up somewhere. Niggas go just lump it. Cause we used to losing everything. We bounce back. They lose some shit. They about to lose their mind. They lose their money. Ready to kill themselves. Jump out window. Nineteen twenty nine. Stock crash. They got. They live off fear, man. Their life or their existence is based in fear of everything. You see. Like children. Like children. When a child comes out, what the cry and child do? I have to show they fear and they well, they cry. These humans, they cry, but they do it in a different way. They do it in violent ways when they kill you, when they attack you. That's their form of crying out. That they're afraid of you. That you make them uncomfortable. That you make them uneasy. All of these humans are that way. All of them. This is all that goes through their mind. When an animal, and where did that come from? The animal in them. Because our animals, when they see that beings that come up to them, uh, that like, for example, you come up to them and, they, and the first thing they do and they get in their own ants, I don't care if it's a rat, mouse, whatever animal come up to them, first thing that starts pumping through them is fear that you're going to do something to them. That's the same thing these humans ride off. Same, same energy, same emotion. Same energy, same emotion. They're led by fear. And this is where their, think, their thought process is, where they, where they bring things to light, when they bring things into um, bring things into existence. A lot of things that they claim they create, they lie about because they're afraid to give you credit because then they're afraid you might know how smart you are. You know, you, they, damn, they, they might start actually, these niggas might actually start thinking they're smart. We can't have that. Then, they, then, then they'll, they'll get rid of us. They won't need us anymore. We'll be right back.
But the humans, you must always keep in mind that they are a people who have become um, advanced, advanced over time. They had that mindset of advancement put in them within the three-dimensional realm because the humans needed to survive. So what did we do? We gave them our intelligence in order to survive. You see, we gave them our intelligence. See, because the humans, without our intelligence, they would only live but so far, so much. Like I said, a lot of the things that keep them going, they learn from us. You see, they made medicines and things because the medicines come from the herbs. We took herbs every day to, you know, within, you know, in our ancient society, we took herbs and things every day and had them in our food season with our food, you know, took them whatever as a form of what they now call medicine. But, you know, and that was just a, you know, daily ingestion of herbs. They take herbs and make medicine out of it. You see, they take uh, uh, the ability to, because, again, a lot of these things we didn't need, that the idea of medicine and doctoring of the body really came by way of us creating the human. We didn't need no doctoring in our bodies. We didn't need no doctoring. They needed the doctoring. We were the first doctors because we had to work on the human. That's really where doctoring came from. You see, I'm going into a whole other thing, but here it is, it's coming just like that. But I'm going to get back into what I'm saying. The whole, the whole medical thing and the medicine thing really came for the humans. That wasn't for us. That was that, that was you know what you know what medicine is? Medicine really is and the medical industry is really like auto auto mechanics for cars. We had to we had to we understood the biological structure and the setup of the humans before anybody did because we created them. So really medicine and doctoring came so we needed to fix them. You see? That that's why that came about. And we tried to show them how to fix them. You see, that's why a lot, if you notice a lot of medical things, if you go back and they, all they tell you, all of it started with our people, the whole medicine thing and all that, and the medical thing. See, what you got to understand about the humans is that they know that you seek down the side, usurp them. They feel that in their spirit. When you bronze women come around the so-called white woman, she's already intimidated, you know. She's looking at your shape, your figure, your complexion, everything. She knows you attractive and more attractive than she is, you see. And they intimidate. intimidate. You know how you bronze women are intimidated by a lot of times. Y'all, y'all look at other women and whatnot, and y'all size other women. So you imagine the lowest females on the totem pole, the most receptive females on the totem pole. You already know they're looking at you bronze women. They looking at how y'all age. You know how the white woman do. They looking at how y'all age. Why? She's she's sixty years old and she looks like that. She hasn't had any work done. You know, they thinking like that. I'm gonna tell you a lot of the collagen in your skin is going into these Caucasian women. A lot of collagen from your skin is going into these Caucasian women. A lot of your blood cells and things like going into their face creams. I told you that. These people want to take from your body. Don't be surprised that they're using, they're going to start making face creams and things to use on their body from you so-called black men's sperm. All that's coming. You see, they want to tap into the power and thus control the power in some way, shape, or form. They want to systemize it. They're very systematic people. Where do they get that mentality of systematic behavior? 
answer. We implanted it in them. We implanted the systematic behavior in these humans so that they could work more efficiently. You see, we implanted that obey and uh, structure because that was in us. First and foremost, we put it in them so that they could work effectively, systematically, and in order. This is why they will fall in line to law and order before black people will. They already know this. They tend to look at you as lawless and disorderly people, you see, because you, in their mind you're already breaking human law just by how you look. You're breaking genetic law because, they, see, they know genetics as what they are. They know genetics as what they are, the East Indian is, what the Asians. You're breaking genetic law according to human to the human makeup. You're breaking genetic law. So in their mind, your hair, hey, why is your hair have that woolly texture? Why is it growing up in the air? Why do you people have this type of skin and this sheen? They know you're not the same as the East Indians and all these other dark people. They know that. You see, they already know it. Why are you guys such and such? So they're thinking like this, and their minds, well, there's a lot of unanswered questions about these Negroes. There's a lot of unanswered questions about these people. We, we know everything about the human makeup and the human genetic. These people are breaking human genetic law because there's so much more to them that we got to study. You see, so we always finding out things about them, even though we ain't going to tell them. We always finding out some things. we discovering some things and whatnot. And like I say, you already breaking genetic and human law just by you being in the third dimension. In their mind, you don't belong in this dimension. And the reality of it is you really don't. You really don't. And when I say we don't, what I mean by that is we're not supposed to live in this dimension like black people. You see, we're not supposed to live in this dimension like black people. What do I mean by that? They don't really take it seriously. This is another reason. They don't really take it seriously that y'all submitting to them. They don't believe that shit deep down inside because they're looking at you like these fucking niggas can explode on me at any time. Are they really, like, taking this shit for That's how they thought on the plantation. That's how they thought. That's what they lived in fear of. That's why they were so vicious and brutal because they like, these niggas could erupt on me at any minute. I told you they're fear junk. That's why they did it. They were looking for you to tear their head off. And when you didn't do it, they was like, I'm going to do this some more because I know eventually I'm going to push a button. They're going to want to kill me. That's why they do it. They, they push your buttons because they know nine times out of ten you can take their goddamn head off with your bare hands. You women could outbox their women. You men can outfight they men. They already know that. These people are driven by fear, adrenaline. They want their ass whooped by a nigga. A white man want his ass whooped by a nigga. He say he don't, but he do. He want to box with a nigga and get, beat the sh- get the shit beat out of him and go to the hospital bloodied up and beat up. So he got a story to tell at the bar the next day, how he beat the nigga up. Yeah, you, yeah I look like this, but look, you should see how that nigga look. Nigga ain't got a scratch, scratch on yeah, I, you should see the other guy. I was fighting this big, and they love to say they always love to say when they in a fight with you, so called. Yeah, I was fighting a. They gotta make sure they tell you it's a black guy. They always gotta make sure they tell you that it's a black guy. If it was just a white man, yeah, I was fighting this guy. Or it's it, it, uh, Arab or Ethan, I was fighting this guy. It was you? It was a black guy I was to fight with. Cause they they that, they see that as props. You know, you you was fighting a nigga. He whooped your ass. Nah, I kicked that nigga's ass. Yeah, right. They know. 
people are in fear, real. These people are in fear, real. You see? Notice the word inferior, in fear. Inferior people. Inferior people. And they know it. They know it. They know judgment is coming. They feel it and they keep wondering. You know, one time I was I was watching things, they said the guy you know, they, they the white man put these um T V shows on like Family Guy and the Simpsons is still on. Why do you think he put these um put these T V shows on and they stay on T V? They ain't probably have nobody really watch it like that no more. People watch it, but I'm saying, why do you think he put it on there? They, because they're trying to program their people, because they know their people really got a childlike mentality, and they receive things easily when you're dealing with characters than they deal with real people. See, the humans, they love human characteristics. They can deal with things as characters. When it comes to reality and real shit, they can't really deal with that. They have meltdowns. When it comes to something real, but if it, if they looking at Stewie on the on on what's that or, or Homer, so they could they love those things. They love characterization. They love the movies. They love all that stuff. They love characters. They love stereotypes. They love thinking of a person because that's the limited way of these humans thinking. They don't. They can't think of you as a full on person. They can't imagine that you are a full thinking person. You see, because they're not. Because they're not. You see, you got to understand how these humans are, man. Like I said, it don't take much. You know, just, just watching them being observant, you get to see them. See, and this is the problem with so-called black people. You niggas don't observe shit, man. You niggas don't observe shit. You niggas too high. You talking. You, I know you niggas don't observe nothing. You can tell. You can, for the most part, tell niggas who are not really mentally on. You can tell them. You, how many of y'all picked that up? You walk by a so-called black person, you can tell they're not mentally turned on. Mentally, they're not, they not really, they're not functioning on faculty. You can tell they off. That's usually the niggas that get put to death. Those are usually the ones that get shot by the police. They're usually the ones, like I said, they in entanglements with these Caucasians. Their minds are not really on. You see? They like on that auto drive. Them niggas' minds is on auto drive. Like they basically being driven by the so-called white man. They moving off the same retarded energy as the so-called white man and the rest of these humans. They moving off of the same retarded energy. You can see it. You can see it in a lot. You can see it in the so-called black and, and you can see it. That's why when something happened to them, they don't really understand. They you know, they understand on a low level why have they all oh, it's racism? It's because of the color of my skin. No, it's not. No, it's not. see on a low level they think that's what it is. But we know on an upper level what it really is. They say it's fear. Why do you think the white man made a show called Fear Factor? And wasn't that really wasn't that really one of his big shows, Fear Factor? You see, they do things like that for a reason. They are driven by fear. They go places, and like I said, the white girls, they go into the damn woods camping by themselves and whatnot. They no weapon on them or nothing. They know it's a bunch of homeless and disheveled white crazy-ass males up in the caves. up in Because you know the white males, they love playing up in the mountains. They love that. And, and that cave spirit come out of them, that caveman spirit come out of them. They see one. They see a white girl or whoever, a female, or maybe a young male. They're they going to kill that ass and rape that ass. You already know. They're going to eat it. 
and eat it. Fried carcass. You already know what they're going to do. They, they, they go around and white girls disappear. And, these, and a lot of these Caucasian women, these females, Caucasian females disappear in these little towns. Like That's another thing they'll tell you that with the serial kill, they, they, who they going to kill? They're going to go and kill their own people. You hear about these white females? They, don't, they try to keep it on low, but these white females disappear all the time, man. They don't even tell you about that. In these places where it's a lot of them, man, where you don't really see too many black people, places like Kentucky, West Virginia, places like that. Oregon, they don't want to arrest them people. they rather have them people out here because that's a fear factor for them. Probably a damn cop doing it. You see? The purge, all that. But and notice in all these things, they always make sure you're the threat, that you're the threat. You ain't even thinking about them, but they got to make you the threat because really that's them. They'll, trade, they'll say people like Hillary Clinton will say, oh, super predators. But that's in her mind, because she's afraid. When she see a bronze man walk up to her and whatnot, and he look at her in her face and whatnot, she shit all over herself. Her and Bill Clinton. They shit all unless, unless niggas like Jesse Jackass, you know, them control niggas, who have had their soul snatched. But when you and your when you and your soul state and your real state, and you walk up on them, you ain't cooned down, you looking at them, you can feel that nervous energy on them. You can feel that. They feel that power coming from you. That's that solar force coming from you. That's that solar force coming. They could feel it, and they know the difference between niggas who ain't got no soul no more, niggas cold like them, phony like them, fake like them. You see? They know the type of, they know the difference. So always keep that in mind. You have to know the difference. You have to know how they are, how they think. See, because that will, knowing how these humans are ahead of time before you even expect anything, any interaction with them, you'll be, you'll be good to avoid them, man. Yeah, just like any other animal, just like you see a damn wild dog. or But that's how you're really supposed to avoid these humans, you see, like animals, if you ain't got to. Because they have unstable minds. These humans have unstable minds, man. You ain't supposed to be wanting to deal with them, have them in your house, or like having a real extended conversation with these goddamn humans. You crazy? They bugged out of their mind, man. Most of you should be saying something if you got to see them behind by. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Driving down your property somewhere. All right, Joe. That's it. Ain't no coming to my house for no goddamn dinner. Ain't no hanging around and talking about shit. Ain't nothing to talk about. You see, you this is it. See, again, you so you so called black people because you got a subhuman mind. You niggas don't. You niggas are not racist enough, man. You niggas are not racist at all, and that's the sad part about it. You supposed to be the ultimate racist. You niggas are supposed to be the ultimate racist because you have the you have the dominant genetics. You supposed to be the ultimate racist, not the white man. You supposed to be the ultimate racist as part of the almond race, the highest race on earth. How you niggas walking around here acting like you lesser than everybody else? How? They really give you niggas a million dollars to throw a fucking wall through a hoop. But yet you niggas don't think you supreme? You need them? They'll give you niggas a million dollars, a hundred million dollars to throw a ball through a hoop or catch a fucking football. Raw and uncut. But you niggas sit up here and you act like you submit. 
I want to call you niggas something so bad, but I ain't going to call how much. That's how fucked off you black people are, man. How can you sit up here and worship their image? How? Because they got some guns and weapons? How do you worship the image of the beast? How? Let me let me take a break, man. This got hot in here, you know. Got a little hot. You know, you know, I get that 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 energy coming. Let me take a little bit of break. Drink me some water, man. I'll be right back.
You know, I showed in the group this picture they did years ago of LeBron James, and he had this model actress Giselle Boonchin. He had Giselle Boonchin and uh in his hand with a ball in one hand and her in his other. You know, and they put next to him the picture of King Kong, the gorilla, the big ape, the big ape with the white woman in his arm and whatnot. That's what they think of you so-called black people. That's really, that sh- again, showing their fear. Because they'll call us apes and gorillas, not because we look like apes and gorillas, but because they 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 consider apes and gorillas to be strong, you know, and things like that, you know, on a higher level, two-legged creatures that are strong on another level than they are, you see. So they consider, they'll say that we gorillas, because they come from apes, they come from monkeys, you see. And the apes, because, see, they think in terms of being like animals themselves, because don't the humans say they come from monkeys? So they, in other, in other words, the only way they can relate to us is they got to refer to us as the apes, the most vicious, the most strongest of the primates. You follow what I'm saying? We got to be the apes, they the monkeys, you see. That's why they made planet of the what? Apes. You see, we the apes, they the monkeys. The white man had a group called the monkeys. You know that group in the 60s, the monkeys? That just goes to show you, they see you as the apes because of the power of our people. I told you, that's, they, that's how they think. You don't really, shouldn't really take it personal when they call black people apes because, or, you know, because they see themselves as really as monkeys. They own scientists, uh, what's his name, said they monkeys. Darwin. Okay? But keep that in mind. They feel, they show you that they really consider the so-called black man to be some uh, 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 some super strong, you know, uh, uh, we need five or six people for this nigga. You know what I'm saying? You know, we need five or six. We need all these guns, you know, because we, we, we really are threatened by this nigga. He might, we don't know what this nigga might do. He might flip out and get some otherworldly power because these niggas look otherworldly and they might, he might kill all of us. You see? They looking at people like Mike Tyson, Jack Johnson, all these boxes and whatnot. They're like, man, these colored guys, you see, we got to go after their women. We got to go after their women. Because if we get their women, we got them. That's their sex source. That's their life source. And that's half the union. See, they always think in terms of breaking up your family. They're always thinking that. Let me let me tell you something. I see this all the time. These humans, these humans, especially the white ones, they don't like to see so-called black men and black women being intimate. They don't like that. I used to do that when I had my ex, me and hubby on the train. We'd be hugging and kissing and whatnot. And we see Caucasian women looking at us all, eyes crossed, angry looking and whatnot. They don't like seeing that. Then when you look at them being uh, uh, intimate with each other, it looks all mechanical. They don't even look real. It like you're watching a damn 2D picture, like some form of animation. You ever see when they intimate with each other? It don't even. It just come off as a fake energy. That's their spirit energy. Spirit energy. That's why when you see them being intimate, even when they have you ever seen these Caucasians? If not, you know, just be graphic. Those you've seen pornography. If you might have seen them in some pornography, and you be like, <laughs> like whatever. You just feel like you're watching a damn 2D cartoon or something like that, like some bad animation. No motion in, no nothing. No rhythm, nothing. You see? 
That's why I don't know how you how you bronze women lay with these cave animals. I don't know. I don't get that at all. Or you bronze men lay with these cave women. I don't. I don't get it. Or the rest of these humans, the Asian ones, the East Indian ones. I don't. I don't get. I don't. I'm not turned on by none of these women. Uh, these uh, 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 human women. I'm, the human women don't turn me on at all. They don't turn me on at all. And I and like I said, I ain't ever been with a human woman, so I don't know, you know, I don't know, you know, what the the thrill is. You see, I look at it and, and like I said, it, it, you know, I've seen it and I'm like, uh, nah, nah, especially not. Uh, and see, that's gonna happen because, you know, that's when you become the true racist. You become the true racist when you put your race first, and that's what our people are supposed to do. You so-called black people, see, you can't put your race first because you don't know what your race is. You think your race is black. See, that's what they got you believing. They got you believing that you subhuman. Again, they will always preach a doctrine of subhumanism. Notice about the human when it comes to you so-called black people. They will always push push about our people, they will always push a sub a doctrine of subhumanism amongst black people. Notice that. It's called subhumanism. They will always push a form and this is what they practice in your schools when they go to teach your children. When your white teachers show up and all of a sudden when they teach in the hood, they practice in a curriculum of subhumanism. They already talk and they're trained to talk down to your children. They're trained to think that your children are uh, uh, coming from some broken home or some stereotypical nonsense or they trained over there. This is how you got to deal with the little black kids. You know, the little black kids and their home, is such, that's how they, this is how they already think about you. Notice that already. They're given this, this form of subhumanism that they teach their people about you. See, those blacks, they're not really human. They're, these niggas are not real. They're, these niggas, they're just real. That's how they think about you. All right? Their mindset is that you are only here to entertain them. Okay? You are only here to entertain them. Anything beyond that, they can't handle mentally. You like how, look how crazy they went when Barack Obama was the president, even though that was a, even though he had great. But just a just a hint of a so-called black man being in charge drove them crazy. They ready to buy guns, everything. But they could, they the same ones that could watch a basketball game and a football game on Sunday with niggas running all around the place and they worshiping them. But not you can't be in charge though, even though he wasn't in charge or nothing. But you y'all get the meaning in their mind. He in charge or something. You see, just the thought of that, just the thought of you being in some form of power. Let me take a call. Nine one two. Minzak, can you hear me? Minzak, yes. So just real quick, um, I do have kind of a funny story um, that you reminded me of. Uh, years and years ago when I was, like, in an elementary school, and um, I came to school with, like, my afro out because I had my hair unbraided, and the teacher had made fun of me in front of the class, and I was crying, and I went home. I told my mom. So the next day after school, she went up there, you know, to the teacher. She didn't go to the principal. She went to the teacher, to the classroom, and she had, a um, like, a natural hair magazine, like, rolled up. And, you know, she was one-on-one with the teachers. No one else around in the classroom. My, mom, my mom's tall. She's like six feet tall, kind of broad. And she walked up. She said she walked up to the teacher. The teacher thought, I guess, she said she, I guess she thought the teacher looked like that. She was going to be her ass with the, with the magazine. <laughs> but she, like, yeah. because she looked, because she, she was telling me the story. She said, I guess she thought I was going to be her ass. <laughs> she had that look in her eye. 
but she unrolled like the magazine and was like, you see this, ma'am, you see this and this and this, this is how we do our hair. So please don't have me call up here and come back up here again. And it never happened again. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. thought of those yeah. things. But she was making fun of your hair being out natural? Yeah. So my mom came up there. I guess she thought that she was going to beat her because there was no one else around, just her and my mom. What was it was around with a lot of Caucasians and whatnot? It was kind of a, it was a majority. It was kind of a mix. It wasn't like in the hood or yeah. anything, but it wasn't in like, it wasn't like 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, they, they do stuff like that. And unfortunately, you had the black kids up there laughing at your head too, you know. So. Yeah, they were there too. But what what really stuck with me is, you know, and I had kind of seen other things like that growing up, but I had never seen a parent, like their parent, go to the teacher and put a stop to that except for my mom. And that kind of stuck with me, like growing up about, you know, with black people kind of not standing up for their kids in that regard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, that's all. Well, Okay. Oh, Menzak. Menzak. So, we know that, or should I say the instruction we learned today is, and that's why I'm going to say these are instructions. These are on-air instructions. I give you. Never trust a human. Man. Never trust a human. Understand that they work off of Emotion and that emotion, when it comes to you, is always fear. It's always fear. They work off of a fear factor in life. These are people. These humans are constantly chasing death because they are born dying. The humans work off of fear. Everything with them is fear, anxiety. What do they say? Uh, uh, what, what do they say? That uh, uh, what are your neuroses? You know, whatever it's called, these things, the psychiatry, your neuroses. What are your fear? And the in that movie. Um, Get out. What's the first thing the white woman tried to do to the so-called black man? Exploit his fears, put him in the dark space. Wasn't it in the sunken place? Is that what she did? She had him crying about his mother and being afraid of being left alone. They do that. That's the way they put you under that control by getting you to work off of that fear energy like them. You see, that's what they did in slavery. You know, they help they, they they rape your woman, they kill a man. What they do with the woman? They they put you in a state of trauma. They bring the biggest, baddest, so called black buck did, and all the white men go and rip him to pieces, or cut off his penis, or buck break him, rape him, and whatnot. Because what is it meant to do? It's meant to cause fear, fear, fear in you people. Mainly the men and mainly the men, the women and the children. And because see, once they got the women and children afraid, the women and children will turn on the men. You see, like how they used them in slavery, like the white man, would, uh, um, he would give special treatment somewhat to the woman and the children. If the children, they'd give the children candy. When the, if they was listening to the older slaves, the men slaves talking whatnot, they planning something, tell me what you heard, just go and listen around. They would do that because they were afraid. They would send the little children. They'd turn your children into spies for them, man. The beast would turn. That's how afraid they were. They'd turn your damn children into spies for them, man. You see, go find out what they do. You and you and if you tell me what they got, I'll give you a shiny nickel. I, I'll give you a shiny nickel. I'll give you some candy. A lot of the children, they use the children, man. They use the women because they wanted to invoke fear. That's the biggest thing that holds our people back. 
even the fear of being in rulership holds our people back. The fear of being in power holds our people back. Because I said before, and I said again, the so-called black man and them, they, they, they don't, they don't, if they, if you told so-called black people tomorrow that we could, you know, repress a button, all the white people, all the white supremacists, and all these white people would be gone, and y'all would be in charge, and y'all ain't got to worry about racism no more. They leave and they gone. How long you think, how many black people think, how many black people you think be okay with that? How many black people you think be okay with that? The ones who claim, you know, white supremacy and racism and whatever the case may be. How many so-called black people you think would be okay with that? With all, all these white people gone. You see? All these white people gone. How many you think are going to be okay with that? They'll tell you, oh, no, come on, you know, let's rethink this. You know, uh, everybody, you know, you got races everywhere. I don't think everybody, you see? There you go right there. That tells you. Because you got a fear. They implanted the fear of you being in rulership, in charge, in power. They've implanted that fear in your mind, and y'all got that. That's why, like I said, y'all can't see yourself being in power, man. That's why the beast is in power, because y'all can't see yourself. And you want to ever ask the question, why is the so-called white man in power? Because you niggas can't see yourselves in power. Somebody got to ask these questions before we get out of here. Why must we always understand the mindset of the human race? Because if we do not, if we do not, then we end up like a lot of what you're seeing today with a lot of these bronze, these so-called black through bronze people running around here getting shot down by the police, getting in these racial incidents, getting redlined, not understanding why this is happening. What's the reason for this walking around with low self-esteem, walking around hating your own people, wanting to kill your own people for, for nonsense? Again, you ride off the same fear factor as these Caucasians, man, as these humans. Not even just the Caucasians, but all these humans, man. They move off of a fear factor, man. You got to always understand it. When they're teaching you, when they're showing you something, when they just move around in their everyday life, they are a bag of open nerves, man, that can explode at any time. They bugged out of their minds, man. What is the mindset of the human race? Fear. Fear and survival, especially the Caucasian ones. Because they're the lowest on the totem pole of the human race. They are. They're the less recessive. I'm not saying they're oh, no hate racist thing, but they are the recessive genetic. But they're the most cunning. Why? Because, like I said, out of survival, they have to be. They had to be that way. But everything operates off of fear with them. What is the human mindset in place? What sets the human who, uh, what set the human mindset in place? We did. The almond race. We set the human mindset in place. And like I said, because we had the animal genetic in there, it was already a natural fear in the mixture of our genetics. Right? What is the ultrastanding versus the understanding? Ultrastanding is complete comprehension. The understanding is a submissive form of comprehension like you so-called black people. You only understand or comprehend a little bit. You don't really get the full picture. Y'all get bits and pieces of pictures so you understand. We ultrastand because we're getting a full-on picture through mental health. Can the human mind evolve? No. The human mind will only revolve. It will revolve and revolve. That's why they showed you in that commercial when the so-called white man go go back to running on all fours, that Heineken commercial, and they showed you the so-called bronze man taking off in the sky, and the white man and all the rest of these humans running on all fours, because that's what they that's where they came from. The cave, they come out the water into the cave, running on all fours, till they eventually stood up and made the walk up right by our people. Like how you walk your babies upright. But that's it. 
We're going to close out in the name of Amen, by the power of Amen, and Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Mankares. This has been Mentelect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.
Get the message raw from the receiver. Set your soul free and fly like an eagle. We diamonds in the rough like records to a needle. All about the future. Find the chosen people. Harness the power like torpedoes. She's in the picture like a sequel. We want the world see cause we regal. If it's hell, love it, then it's hell love. If it's hell, love it, then it's hell. Hell, I'm a Dennis Hell, so it ain't nothing.